Hey everyone, Michael Anthony here. Van Halen, Chickenfoot, Sammy in the Circle. But anyway, you're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog one track at a time. And the podcast will rock. Ow! Hello, baby! What's up, all you rockers, rockets, and everything in between? You have joined us for a new edition of And the Podcast Will Rock. That's right. Welcome back. And uh, if it's your first time here, we are the show that dives into the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen, one track at a time. I am your co-host, Mark Kamire. With me, as always, Corey Morissette. Corey Tis the season to be jolly. How jolly are you tonight? Well, I'm fairly jolly. I'm uh, making a dent in my decanter of whiskey here tonight, so uh, that's certainly Ooh. helping. Uh, but what's also helping is we have a special guest. He hasn't been on the show in a long time, and I'm not allowed to say uh, when his birthday is. Let's just say it's around this time that we're recording this. Uh, so we thought we'd bring him on. He can't make the live show that we're recording on Saturday. Uh, because he's going to be in Delaware, like for some fucking reason, who the hell wants to go to Delaware, but that's where he'll be. So we thought we'd bring him on here tonight uh, so he can help us celebrate the Deep Dive Podcast Network, which he's a part of on two different shows. And it may or may not be his birthday today. He's afraid someone's going to steal his identity. I asked him who the fuck wants to be you, uh, you know, but uh, he, he, he countered that. Maybe he'll tell us all about it. Ladies and gentlemen, the cult leader himself, John Mariano is here tonight. Hi, John. Hi, how are you guys? Oh, we're doing great. How are you? I was doing better until you give away the fact that I'm not going to be home this weekend. Oh, sorry. So <laughs> if you're going to rob John, that would be a good time. We have we have let the barrier down. Uh, he has entered the domain. Uh, Mariano has returned. So yeah, uh, and uh, try and find try to find his address as quick as you can. Wait, wait, wait! You guys are now accessories to the robbery, so you guys will be part of the lawsuit. I'm gonna have to snip that little bit out now. He's got a point. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Come and get me. Anyway, Law- uh, lawyered. John, how do you do you <laughs> nicely? How do you feel? Uh do you feel uh as as old as you are or do you feel uh only as young as you feel? How do you feel? I feel about 7 years older than I actually am. Ah. That's a that's a lucky number 7. So that's a that's a good thing. Yeah. Aches and pains are a real thing, youngin. Like that <laughs> get get ready. It, when you reach a certain age, I, and, and I can attest, uh, I'm up there with John. Once you hit a certain plateau, uh, it really goes downhill fast. So yeah, aches and pains are definitely a very real thing. Oh, don't I know it? Uh, I might be the youngster on the crew here, but uh, I got bad knees. Thank you, mom and dad, for that. Uh, but you're not here to hear about uh, what is aching in our bodies. You came here to hear about Van Halen stuff because that's what we do here. We talk about Van Halen. We go through some songs. We go through uh, some news. If there is news uh, in the ether, which surprisingly, despite the fact that Van Halen hasn't been an active band in quite some time, there's always something going on in the ether. Uh, John, would you say... Uh, you always have something to say about Van Halen? I always have something to say. Sometimes it's about Van Halen. Occasionally it's a, cre- a critique about a podcast. Oh. 
And I, I, I got I got to talk to you about something, man. I was listening to you at the top of the show. What's with the Rockers and Rockettes? Like, are you trying to steal from Radio City Music Hall? Or are you, like, like what's going on there? Are, why, why aren't we all just Rockers? Well, if you uh, if you listen to the show, especially at the top, you'll notice I always uh, intro with Rockers, Rockettes, and everything in between because it's all inclusive, John. Uh, even you. We're we're inclusive to uh to every every form of of rock person that there is every enthusiast of the rock a rocker a rocket or whatever term that I am just not familiar with because I don't know um I'm also uh I might be younger but I am an old person I don't get the terms so does that answer your question a little bit maybe okay. <laughs> We aim Ish. to please. We aim to help out. Ish. Yes. Ish. Well, I mean, look, we're not experts, but we are uh, expertish. So you know, that's a that's it is what it is. Uh, Corey, speaking of Van Halen news, I don't think there's anything newsworthy, but there is something interesting going on in the world of Van Halen, uh, wouldn't you say? Oh yes. And if you head over to the Van Halen news desk, which I recommend everybody do to get their Van Halen news, don't get it from Mark and I. We're not experts. And if you listen to our reviews, we don't know a fucking thing about anything. Uh, so go to the Van Halen News Desk. That's where you're going to get all this stuff. There's a great article, actually. Uh, Joe Satriani in an interview talked about how he, uh, Alex Van Halen, David Lee Roth, uh, came close to performing a new uh, New York concert in August of 2021. So go check out that article. But another thing has kind of gone viral uh, the last uh, week and a bit here uh, on the Internet. And it, it's a mashup. Uh, some very talented person by the name of Bill McClintock um, actually mashed up uh, Jose Feliciano's uh, Feliz Navidad with uh, Van Halen's Ain't Talking About Love. And uh, for considering we're, we're, we're in the holiday season, I thought maybe we'd play a little bit of that here tonight. Have you guys heard this? I have heard it. Uh, I've, I've heard a little bit of a little snippet of it, and I purposely stopped listening after a moment because I had a feeling you were going to bring this up. <laughs> Johnny, have you heard this one? No, no, I have these two other podcasts I work on. So, so, so I, I, the guy who runs those doesn't let me get out much to listen to stuff. Well, I tell you, uh, you're certainly not doing any prep uh, for those shows. So you must have time on your hands. But fear not, my friend. We're going to play a little bit for you here tonight. This is uh, uh, Jose Feliciano's Feliz Navidad mashed up with Ain't Talking About Love. The video is amazing. I tell you that that is just <laughs> magical. <laughs> I, I so badly need this in the reverse. The Jose Feliciano uh, singing the lyrics to Feliz Navidad ain't talking about love. Yeah, absolutely. Like I don't know how you listen to this and don't feel that's the song that you want to hear right now. <laughs> I uh, I I gotta. This doesn't happen often, but I absolutely kind of agree with John. I, I would really love to hear that version. And I just want to point out that uh, ain't talking about love is a song that I have been looking forward to discussing and listening to on this show. We have yet to spin it. Uh, so what we're hearing. 
that we finally get to listen to Ain't Talking About Love, and it's a mashup. I just want to put that out there just because it's a silly fact. Uh, we we like to have fun here, but I just, I don't know. It's I love this kid in the red sweater. I had to, I had to show that. He's very enthusiastic <laughs> he about police so, living So into it. There's a guy that they're showing, that Corey's showing us right now, just for the folks at home, that is so enthusiastic about being on camera, I don't think he cares what song he's singing. (laughs) I love that the uh, performance footage they used is the uh, performance on uh, Jimmy Kimmel when David cut his nose. (laughs) Yeah, he's got this big old bit. There's a guy. He's got a big old bandage on his face. But Dave is just hamming it up, grinning from ear to ear. It's just, it's magical. Maybe they'll show Red Sweater Kid again here before yeah. we uh, stop it. Show him push over a little kid to get to the front. <laughs> where the I love that. Oh, God. <laughs> There he is. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, Oh. wonderful. If that doesn't get you in the Christmas spirit, nothing will. I mean, Feliz Navidad, Van Halen, the mashup you never knew that uh, you wanted and that you needed, and here here it is. So thank you. Uh, Tell me again who uh, gave us this beautiful mashup. That is uh, Bill McClintock. Uh, and it's Bill absolutely McClintock. wonderful. Yeah, and you can find it on the, the entire thing is on the Van Halen News Desk. Uh, go check it out. Yeah, you're doing the Lord's work there, Bill. So thank you very Amen. much. Um, Amen. <laughs> and and happy holidays to all. Uh, so uh, with, with that out of the way, Corey, you know what time it is. It's time yes. to he- mosey on over to the Rockin' Poll, the poll that we put out every week after we do a show to ask you, the audience, what you think about the particular tracks. So uh, we did I, uh, I'll i Wait. We'll do, we did I'll Wait last week, uh, mm-hmm. a, a different sort of Van Halen song, the sort of uh, Steve Winwood, Michael McDonald-esque uh, Van Halen song that we all, everyone on the show voted, yes, it is what dreams are made of, because why wouldn't you? It's, it's, I think it's a classic. But what did the audience have to say uh, on Twitter? The audience was in agreement, Mark. It was 94.7%. What dreams are made wow. of 5.3%. This dream is over. So that's like a vote, uh, maybe two uh, that swung that. John, did you vote uh, in the poll this past week? I was week? just about to ask. I've I, I've been surprisingly scaling back my Twitter activity lately. I don't know why. Huh. But maybe maybe uh, um, current events. But I, I did not participate in this poll. Um, oh, okay, well. So and normally I do. Normally I'm very active on your guys' feed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. the algorithm's all out of whack right now, and finding anything is crazy. Okay, well, uh, well true. then, uh, why don't we put you in the hot seat real quick? Uh, are you familiar with the song "I'll Wait" from Van Halen? And if so, uh, would you say it is what dreams are made of, or is the dream over for you? I am not. But if Corey wants to bring up like maybe the first five bars, I will give you a rash judgment on it. I can do that. <laughs> You're gonna yeah. get a, a little a little bonus uh, this week uh, from 1984. This is a few bars of "I'll Wait." What do you think? Um, it, it, it's I'm used to voting that the dream is over. What was the other one that you can vote for? 
what dreams are made of. So it's the dream. The dream is over what dreams are made of. I'm not used to voting this way. I know. And by that, I mean in person. Usually I'm used to clicking, <laughs> clicking on one know, of the buttons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to go. This song is absolutely what dreams are made of. That a boy. Good job. <laughs> and for all for all, everyone uh, keeping track at home, all you musicians, you'll know that was not an entire full bar, and that just makes me laugh. <laughs> it was just a couple of notes. That's all he needed. He, he that's all. He, right yeah, off. that's yeah. that's all he needed. He he just needed that little intro to, to remind him, like, oh, that song, yes. And uh, there you go. So add it to the numbers. Oh, there I didn't recognize go. it at all. I could just tell the rest of that was Dan Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you playing Steve Winwood on the show? What the hell is this? <laughs> Sounds like a Doobie Brothers song. <laughs> All right, let's get to some of our comments, shall we? On uh, on I'll wait. Let's start with Trockman fifty one fifty, who said the closest they've come to doing a ballad in the Roth era. I see why Dave struggles with it. Everyone blames Sammy for the more commercial sound. Nineteen eighty four is proof that Van Halen was already heading that way, regardless of the singer. Yeah, who the hell blames Sammy for uh for any of that? Sammy wasn't writing the music. <laughs> yeah, like, you're you're pointing the fingers at at, at the wrong person. Like I I don't what yeah, but good point. This is exactly a a, a good example of where they were headed. And then if you needed a further example, the biggest song that they ever put out is also on this record and is also synth heavy. Mm-hmm. But but Mark. You're asking a question, and generationally, you don't get it. The answer is middle schoolers of the time were blaming Sammy 150%. And that that, that was all of us. And if you can remember (laughs) what it was like to be in middle school, you'll understand that if something changes, you blame the thing that changes, not the things that are constant. I can, and you are correct. That is, that's twice now that I've agreed with John on this show. What is happening? Maybe I'm just Im- imbibed with the Christmas spirit, and I'm feeling generous. I don't know, but uh, somebody help me. So speaking of generous, let's go to our good friends from the Deep Purple Yule Cast, who say, "I mean, yeah. come on, absolute classic." Enough said. That, that's enough all. Enough said. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tom Armbruster, fan or a friend of the show, uh, says, "I love the drum tones. They're so brown." <laughs> brown drums brown noise gotcha <laughs> uh mike mike griffith says that uh, written by michael mcdonald there is a video for this that wasn't released yes keyboards but holds up unlike some others in the sammy era so even in a compliment he has to take a shot at sammy come on like oh my god Chase, oh, <laughs> what are we gonna uh oof, okay it's fine i'll All save right. it for next next time <laughs> uh sean geek and fast fret uh they've been pretty negative the last couple of times but here they say i can't vote this anything but up 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 this was the first song i ever sang in front of people there are so many memories behind this song that i am 100 jaded to loving it which bodes the question uh did people ask you to sing in front of them or are you just randomly singing in front of people at like the grocery store or something yeah i mean if they're paying you then by all means sing it sing it as much as you want uh, Robert uh, says another great track from the great band. I found it interesting in the past couple of years with all the details about Ted Templeman bringing Michael McDonald in and how that worked out. And you can read more about that in uh, Greg Renoff's Ted Templeman book, uh, among others. Uh, it's been covered quite extensively. Uh, Gene Hickey says, love this song so much. It's the first time I've voted before listening to the episode. Nothing you could have said would have gotten uh, that. Uh, this dream is over vote from me. This track is killer. Great show as always, and the bogus Otis guys killed it. There, I agree with yeah, that too. Absolutely, they did. 
Yeah, those guys were a lot of fun. Looking forward to maybe doing a live show with them come January. I've already uh, put yeah. the bug in the ear of their uh, their guys, those guys, and the uh, DLR cast guys. We're going to do a Sammy versus Dave show coming up in January. That should be fun. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Will Tennant says, absolutely phenomenal as a creation of Eddie Van Halen. Uh, the Rock Roulette podcast, uh, podcast brothers of ours on the Deep Dive Podcast Network say, this is a great song that doesn't get mentioned as much as others on 1984. Great DLR lyrics, Michael Anthony vocals, and Alex Drums. Love, love, love the solo. Eddie Van Halen is a master of composing a solo that fits the song while always throwing something in that makes you go, wait, what? <laughs> we're not uh, we're not fully convinced that these are entirely DLR lyrics, but I I, I see what you're, uh, I, I like your enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Zeno says, great song and great show with Brent Kennard and uh, Darren uh, from the uh, Bogus Oda show. Love the thoughts on Billy Gibbons style solo and Mark's idea to do a show with Dave and Sammy side by side on the same song is what dreams are made of. Boom. <laughs> uh, Kyle Anderson says, when I play my Van Halen playlist on shuffle, I'll wait for this song to play. <laughs> See what you, you did there. there. Very clever. Yeah. Clever boy. <laughs> uh, Rava Flave says, was there an old interview with Dave where he said that the Calvin Klein model that he was writing about for this song was Brooke Shields? Uh, there could have been. I don't recall that, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised. That's right around the same era. She was quite popular uh, doing Calvin Klein gene ads. So. Could be, could be. Uh, Michael Green says, this song is a great deep cut. I feel it's never mentioned. I love the keys, drums, and love the vocals. The lyrics are underrated. It has always been a personal fave. All Wait is a huge thumbs up. It's what dreams are made of. Great show all. Yay, thank you. Oh, here's one. Kevin Brown has been quite negative the last couple of songs. Yes, he uh, has. He actually shocked our guest last week with uh, <laughs> with his comment. They're like, oh my goodness. Uh, but he was hoping for more positivity this week. Let's see what Kev has to say. Uh, great episode as always, boys. Absolutely epic track and kind of forgotten on 1984 sometimes. Sounds very much of its time, but that doesn't take away from it at all. Fantastic hey. chorus. Great arrangement and such a clever, tasty guitar solo from Ed. Top shelf, what dreams are made of. And then he continues to say, uh, he also loved the the Jan Hammer comparison. We talked about the, the 80s vibe to it. Uh, but he actually took uh, the training montage from Rocky and put it to I'll wait and, and said, no, then tell me that this doesn't work or I'll wait. And it absolutely does work. So uh, find, find that tweet from Kevin Brown on this thread and, and you'll get to see uh, Rocky working out to Van Halen. It's it's pretty epic. Oh, yeah. Uh, here's a, a mildly negative one. Jeff Fisher says, I acknowledge that this is a good song, but I never want to listen to it for some reason. Huh. <laughs> That's it. Just, just yeah. the, the no, no why. Just the. Nope. Just oh, don't want to listen to it. Yep, fair enough. All right, that's fair. <laughs> uh, Scott Monroe says a great lyrical narrative, foreshadowing how great Van Halen could sound when branching out beyond party rock. The absence of guitar for much of the song makes the beautiful solo all the more resonant and earned. Also loved your guest comments on it being kind of a yin to jumps yang. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Scott also uh, actually posts two excerpts from different books. One is the. Uh, uh, Templeman book by Greg, Greg, Greg Renoff. And the other one is the Eddie uh, interview interruption by Brad Talinsky. Uh, so if you want to read those excerpts, it kind of gives you, it paints a different picture of how Michael McDonald kind of came into play on that song. Okay. Very, very interesting stuff. Uh, Ryan Powell, who's still going through his list of favorite Van Halen songs. Make sure you check that out on Twitter. Uh, says uh, fuck in 1984 were my first two Van Halen albums. And this is one of my early favorites on a great intro to the DLR era. Love the thick, deep synth bass, and the guitar solo is a chef's kiss on this keyboard-driven gem. Pleasantly surprised the pull is so one-sidedly positive, too. Yes, so was I. Very much so. 
Uh, Rave of Flame is back and says brooding. That's the right word. I usually passed on this song, but your breakdown has made me enjoy it. Unusual for Dave to not scream, and it's a simple and yet perfect lead from Ed. I think that this one is one of your better shows. Thanks for the insights. Oh, thank you for that comment. Yeah. And finally, uh, we'll chalk that up to the guests making it better. 100%. Yeah. Uh, And now John has to try and top it tonight. Good luck, buddy. Mm. And finally, Brad Gould says, yes, Mark the Bat, we can all live in Van Halen harmony with all three singers. There, that that is a great sentiment to end on. Yep. Yeah, there it is. And those are the comments. Thank you very much. Very much. I I can see something stirs uh, behind the the eyes of our guest Mariano. What what troubles you, sir? Um, just Corey getting a little salty there in the comments. So it's it's very weird for a Canadian to get salty. How was I salty? Where was I salty? <laughs> well, first of all, you challenged me to be a better guest than somebody, and I feel I feel like you should just want all your guests to be great. Well, right? most I mean, most of them most, are. What 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 kind of semi lousy host are you? Go trying to talk down your talk down your guest who's kind enough to join your podcast. When you got a semi lousy guest, you kind of have to you know make chicken salad out of chicken shit, don't you? And wow. and, 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 then, and then on top of that, like that, I get I get that we want to pump up all three singers, and Sharon in his own right is a great singer. Mm-hmm. I stand by. I ne- I I don't feel Sharon was ever a great singer for this band. And 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 that's part of that's timing, and part of that is chemistry. And I think that those two things just did not align with Mr. Sharon. And it's not a knock. People have this tendency to say Gary Sharon's terrible. Well, go listen to Extreme and go tell me he's terrible, right? Exactly. Um, he's not. He was not a good fit for this band, especially at the time this band had him fronting it. I tell you what, there's some live bootlegs out there from the Van Halen Three tour where he is killing both Sammy stuff and Dave stuff. So the the chemistry was coming. The chemistry was coming. But but the the problem is that they got into the studio too soon. Yep. Like mm-hmm. like you you're 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 arguing something that never was and never happened. I'm not arguing right? anything. No, I'm arguing that the, I'm I'm <laughs> saying so that on that tour he sounded good. But but nobody's. I'm not saying he didn't sound good. That's 100 percent what you're saying. No, I'm 100 percent saying. He was not a good fit for the band at the time, which is true because if he was a good fit for the band, he would have fronted it for years to come and we would have forgotten the last two lead singers and we wouldn't have had reunion tours. For the people uh, keeping up at home, take a shot. Uh, Apologies to Gary, but uh, yeah, look, uh, you know, three for three. uh, I'm, I'm agreeing with what, uh, what John is saying. Something's happening. I don't know what it is. But uh, I don't know. It, maybe this is a, a bad omen, perhaps. I don't know. Some, something tells me the wheel's going to be very unkind, or uh, I don't know. Maybe, perhaps, it'll be a Festivus miracle, and we'll get uh, just a really awesome track. But if we don't, we know who to blame, Corey. Uh, so Always thank Mariano. you. Yeah, thank you for for reading the poll results. Thank you all for participating. Keep it up. Uh, we love it. We enjoy it. But now it is time to get to the nitty gritty of it all and uh, go towards the aforementioned wheel, the wheel of doom or the wheel of surprise. Either way, it could be it's anyone's guess. But before we do that, we got to do the favorite thing that everyone loves to do. Say it with me, folks. Manifestations. Take a shot. Marion. Yeah, take your shot again. So that's, that's two shots already. Uh, you're all going to be drunk as hell by the time this is done. Speaking of drunk as hell, John, what song do you 
want to manifest on it's 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 your special time. Uh, we'll say uh, it's it's your birthday week. We'll say it. We'll say that it's your birthday week. You're feeling uh, you're feeling older. You're feeling wiser. But I feel like you're missing some Van Halen in your life, a particular Van Halen track. So you tell me, what is it you you want to hear on the show tonight? You know me, Mark, and I love my puns. Yes. And, 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 and I love dirty humor more so than puns. Mm-hmm. And as much as I would appreciate anything off of OU812, if we could get something off of for unlawful carnal knowledge, um, I would be ecstatic tonight. You and me both. So you just want you're just gonna shoot your shot on any track from the fuck I, album. I wanna fuck hard tonight. He wants to fuck hard. He wants to fuck right now. Yeah. Uh, I would, <laughs> if you if you want to fuck right now, we can fuck right now. We'll be on top of the world if so. Uh, but but enough of that. <laughs> so we've got one manifestation for anything from the fuck album. We are due. We are due for a, a track from that album. Corey, mm-hmm. what is it you want to manifest tonight? What do you want to bring to the table? Do you want to just completely destroy John's birthday dreams of uh, of a good fuck? Or, uh, or do you want to continue it? Or w- w- what do you got in mind? Well, you know what? Uh... I, I, I'm feeling because it's John's birthday week, his birthday certainly isn't today uh, as we're recording this. And we won't say what not day we're recording, but it's definitely not today. Um, no. But I, I know, despite what he was talking about, his favorite Van Halen album is Van Halen 3. So I think we need to go back to Van Halen 3. Uh, and I'm hoping uh, for his favorite track off Van Halen 3, uh, Josephina. So that's what I'm hoping to manifest here tonight. Why would you do it? Why would you do that? Why would you give the wheel just that inch of, oh, this is... I'm doing it for John. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's 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 Fuck special. Fuck you right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. If we're, if we're so lucky, John, we, we might spin that. Uh, but, <laughs> Jesus. Ah, uh, I just, I, I think that's just, that's, we've just plagued ourselves with that one. I, for one, am going to try so hard to manifest not van halen three this time um not that i don't not that i don't enjoy the shows that we that we have uh when we talk about tracks from that album but you know uh, maybe not for tonight so instead i i'm gonna jump aboard uh the mariano wagon and i'm gonna say i need something from the fuck album however i am going to shoot my shot here we go i want to talk pound cake that's right that's a big one cake it is a big one. We have not spun it. Uh, we've been waiting for it. It's it's definitely one we've. Uh, I know Corey, you've you've tried to manifest that oh, one. Yeah. Uh, maybe oh, once absolutely. or twice at least. Yeah. Uh, I would just. I would absolutely love to hear it. But if the wheel is so kind and wants to give us another song uh, from that album, I'll be happy with that. Maybe we get a little pleasure dome uh, just to see. Just just as a as a uh, a middle finger back at Corey for Manifest <laughs> <laughs> Halen Three track. I don't know. We'll see. We will. We're see all salty. Look from... at this. We're all. We salty. are. We're we are salty bitches. Uh, we need some sweet treats. It's tis the season. We need to get a little bit sweeter. Uh, well, depending on what the wheel gives us, to, will depend on how we carry forward. So, without further ado. I know Mariano's ready, Corey. I hope you're ready. I hope Sammy's in the back ready because I'm ready. Whenever you're ready, let's spin that wheel. 
All right, Johnny Singh, it's how it's your birthday uh, month. Uh, I'm going to let you pick a number, uh, and that's how many times we're going to shuffle it. I was going to ask your age, but I'd get carpal tunnel hitting the shuffle button that many times. So just give me a number between one and 10. I was ready to give you my age so hard. <laughs> uh, I guess 10, right? 10, that's, the closer, right. that's the closest Ten. we can get to carpal tunnel, right? There you go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, there's Josephina. Nine, 10. Okay. Take it away, Sammy. Oh, we're going to head to 5150, and Ooh. Love walks in. All right, Mark, Man. I know you are you got to be happy with this one. I'm not mad whatsoever. Uh, I am a little bit, we were very close to get runaround from the fuck album. We were very, very close. So I thought yep. uh, we could make a, a birthday wish come true. Uh, unfortunately, we could not, but... I don't think uh, we're in for a bad time with uh, Love Walks In from 5150. What do you think? Well, uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, This is the one that, um, you know, when I was younger listening to 5150, I thought this was a love song and had no idea it was about, uh, you know, Sammy's uh, alien uh, encounters. Uh, So lyrically, we're going to have some fun with this one. But uh, you can't go wrong with the 5150 cut, right? Uh, John, uh, I know it's not from the Fuck album, uh, but it's a Sammy tune. Are you looking forward to this one? I I almost quit when my song didn't come up. <laughs> I guess that would have been like, fair, but you know, uh, you, you you know you know like uh, we're here to listen to a Van Halen song. We'll listen to a Van Halen song. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> just, the saltiness has not dwindled whatsoever. If anything, it's been enhanced. So, what can you do? All right. We, before we get into the song, I want to read this quote from uh, Sammy Hagar about this song, where he yeah. says. And I quote, I'm a firm believer, have seen, have felt, have been contacted three or four different times. I have received information that has been valuable in my life from those people, quote, extraterrestrial life, unquote, and they have used me. I'm going to sound like a complete nut here, but they have used me in an experimental fashion. The easiest way to put it is that they downloaded my brain information. I I'm going to have to uh uh fact check you on that one because I'm pretty sure you just gave us an ace freely quote. <laughs> no, that actually came from Sammy Hagar. What um, year did that come out because at yeah, what point yeah. did we start understanding the term download? I'm curious. Well, the the <laughs> song came out in 86. Right. Yeah. But when did that quote happen because download feels like that's it's, it feels very early for the word download. No, I, I, I think we're fine on the word download. But back, back, <laughs> back, back, back in '86, I was using a floppy disk, my friend. Well, I, I guess look, you could still. I, I guess you could still technically download back no, then. No, Mark, 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 Mark. We, we, you could still do a lot of things. It wasn't part of the lexicon, is what I'm well, saying. No. Right. Ah, it, well, the, okay. So you're saying uh, you're suggesting Sammy was a little ahead of his time. No, I'm suggesting Sammy's a time traveler. Uh-huh. Okay, well, it turns out, according to Google, which is never wrong, uh, <laughs> OED noticed that the word download for the first time in 1976. Ooh, right, a full years before. What was the first time rock stars were using it in common conversation? Okay, well, I, if you're Sammy Hagar, you're this, using uh, it all the time. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if this was uh, a quote from a casual conversation. Like, I, I'd, lo- I'd love more context uh, for this I, quote. I, I, 
I feel like the first time a rock star used the word download, it was Lars Ulrich. Okay, remember <laughs> the, the the aliens gave him information too. Yeah, that, that he, the aliens. That, yeah, he received information that was valuable in his life. That could also include the term download. Again, I think uh, I think there's this uh, some Ace Freely cross uh, crossover has been happening here. I, I don't know if you watch sci-fi movies, but alien technology. No, never goes with the time so at that time it'd probably be like pong or maybe maybe like a slightly higher it wasn't quite 8-bit yet like i know 8-bit had just come out on nintendo but they hadn't picked up on that technology yet they adapt our technology based on movies look but at this point in 86 we already had a star wars trilogy which had like a buku amount of weird uh uh did you 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 see uh, wait wait did you see the screens in star wars when when they're looking at the i did Right? Well, yeah, but did did you see the ships? Oh, I did. I saw the movie. They were they, they were <laughs> miniature models. They weren't in the computer at all, Mark. They actually built that stuff. God damn it! I, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well, right. mm, you know what? It's your birthday. I'm gonna let you take that one. Um. Well, I I don't know the context for for what uh made Sammy say this particular quote, but uh, I'm sure he had his reasons. You know what? I'll provide more context as we get into the song. Thank I found you. a couple more passages here uh, that came from his uh, autobiography, Red. So uh, we'll play a little oh, okay, bit of the okay. tune, and, and yeah, I'll, I'll give you guys some more context. But uh, this is Love Walks In, the third single off of DLR gets all the credit for being the fun one, right? But on this album, the opening of this song is some of the most fun synth keyboard that you're going to hear in music, right? Oh, like yes, my, my, we're starting with more keys. <laughs> my, my hips are shaking as we're going along. Am I the only one here? Well, it, it could oh, no, be I'm osteoporosis. I mean, well... Mm. You could be having a stroke. We don't know. Okay, Blink so, twice if you're okay. So, 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 Mark, do you see what I mean? That Corey's very salty. Like, here I am, and I'm thoroughly... And you wouldn't expect this from me, because you and I go toe-to-toe a lot on DLR and Sammy a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming in hot, endorsing this Sammy song right you off are. the bat. It's true. You are. You've very To your credit, you are doing that. Yeah, um, and I'm not doing it to Brown. I was like, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Like, you're watching me at, like... I'm like dancing like the gopher from, from uh because that's my only dance move, guys. Um I dance like Caddyshack. the gopher from, from uh Caddyshack right now as the song's going on, and I'm grooving to it. And and Corey comes in very <laughs> salty and raining on my parade as if I shouldn't be enjoying the song. So Corey, what how should I feel about the song right now? You should feel however you want to feel, John. He's all right. Nothing to worry about. I mean- <laughs> But uh, yeah, take a shot every time John calls Corey salty. I like I said, you're gonna be drunk as shit by the end of the show. <laughs> Love 
All right. So I found another passage here from the book. Uh, this is uh, Sammy Hagar speaking here. And he says, quote, when I was about 19 or 20, they downloaded everything that was in my head and I caught him doing it. I woke up in the middle of the night thinking, what's going on? They were like, oh, my God, he's waking up. But this was all telepathy. There was no words being spoken. And as soon as I woke up, it was probably three o'clock in the morning. My whole room was so bright that I could hardly keep my eyes open. I was wide awake. I could not move. Eyes open. White room. They were still disconnecting. And when they did, it just went bang. Acid is a hell of a drug, kids. <laughs> Uh, you know, please use responsibly. But it's very clear that uh, these passages provided uh, what would become uh, uh, plot points for the '90s hit TV show, The X Files, because that's all I can think about when I when I hear this quote. Now, when you first heard this song, Mark, uh, is that mm -hmm. what you were thinking uh, when you're listening to the lyrics of this? Like, oh, clearly he had his brain downloaded by aliens. No, no. The first time I heard this song, I was way too young to even remotely comprehend the content of the lyrics because I didn't care because I was listening to Van Halen and uh, you know, I was enthralled by the synth keys and, uh, you know, Alex's very heavily uh, reverb on his snare drum. Uh, but, you know, it, that happens. Uh, no, I was I did not know the content of the, the lyrics. Definitely would not have uh, put that together um, at all. John, have you ever been visited by aliens? I mean, I, I hung out with Jeff once. Right. Uh, and that's pretty close, yeah. That's very close. Um, Did he download information from your brain? No, but I do feel a lot better. This is the the red bi or the biography, right? Yes. So that quote would have been from 2012, and the internet definitely existed by then. Mm -hmm. So I feel way better that he wasn't talking about the internet and downloading way back when in 86. There we Maybe go. Maybe he helped Al Gore create it. Oh, there you go. That could be some of the information the aliens gave him. Okay, wait, first, first of all, he might be a bear and a pig. But I question whether or not, oh, no, he is a man. Wait, so no, maybe he is a man. Bear he is a man. Oh, you heard it here, folks. Ooh, Conspiracy maybe. theory. Sammy Hagar is man, bear, pig. <laughs> I mean, when he when he hits those high notes, it definitely kind of sounds like uh, you shot a pig in the side. So, I mean, maybe. Now who's salty? You're comparing Sammy's uh, vocal stylings to a, a, sh a pig getting shot in the side? I'm saying when you shoot a pig in the side, they make a very high, like, oh, okay. wailing sound. I, and, uh, you know, most humans can't hit that note. Sammy Hagar can. Thank you for clarifying. I yes. I was I was thinking he was a pig because of his inability to drive sixty five, or fifty five, whatever. Also sixty five too. It stands to reason if he can't drive fifty five, there's no chance he's driving sixty five. That's right. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, I know you're waving, John, but waits for the opening uh, kind of uh, elicits a, a visual you don't necessarily want, doesn't it? 
No, 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 no. Because, because as a, like, I remember listening to this as a teenager, really thinking he was singing about a vagina here. <laughs> I mean, he was. Yeah, he's singing about an orifice. I don't think it's a vagina, though. I, I, I thought that this was about Sammy Hagar losing his virginity in every way possible. I thought everything was a metaphor. I didn't realize that this is actually just what happened to him. I Some know. kind of alien washing over me or whatever he says there. Yeah. Right? Um, I, I thought that was a vagina wrapping around him. I didn't think that was like just like an actual alien. like, like Probing him. Yeah. <laughs> pulls a string. Some kind of alien. Simply yeah. pulls a string. Waits for I don't the know what that's mark. about. <laughs> Waits for... <laughs> Look, okay. I've already conceded on multiple occasions at this point that sometimes, yes, Sammy's <laughs> lyrics are, well, they are what they are. They're not the greatest. Um, uh, now that you've provided me with uh, interesting quotes ab about his feelings uh, in writing this song and his mindset, I really don't know how to feel about this song now well and, and i'm with john you hear lines like you know uh you know some kind of alien you think oh he, he's feeling isolated he feels like he was alien to the situation it, it's a brilliant metaphor no he's literally talking about an alien no no and then, no see and Corey, Corey makes it very sensitive i really felt like this was him losing his virginity and his first reaction to seeing a vagina was some kind of alien Waits for the opening. Uh, I, I really thought that the, those two lines, when paired together, was a virgin feasting his eyes for the first time on a vagina close to him. I, I don't even want to calling... touch the simply pulls a string line then, because you, you could go maybe, somewhere than that. That's not pleasant. Maybe he's calling uh, a specific part of himself uh, some kind of alien. He calls it Shia Lude. I love that. That's a uh, dude reference. You... <laughs> and then oh. you sense a change. Nothing feels the same. All your dreams are strange. Love comes pounding in. Right, right. Like, Maybe it well, is about Dune. Right. right. <laughs> so, so as you're reading it, you can see how teenage me really thought this was about sex, right? Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I give you full marks for that. Um, and I would have continued believing it too had Corey not just shattered the glass uh, uh, of truth. And be like, no, no, here, listen to what he said here in his book. Like, well, what the fuck? I don't know what to think. There's another passage, too, I'll, I'll get to maybe after the guitar solo. But I just wanted to point it again. We're a minute 40 into the song yeah. and not a hint of a guitar wait, yet. Wait, this wait, is two wait, weeks no, in a row. Yeah. No guitar. Two weeks. Wait, wait. Have you, have you guys seen the American Pie movies? Yes. yes. I've seen, uh, okay. well, not all of them, probably, because they did so many direct-to-video ones. Yeah. But I've seen, like, three but, or four of them. But you saw the first the one, main right? Ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. So, so in the first one, like if you could put yourself in Jason Big's shoes when, he, when, like they're all betting to like lose lose their virginity or whatever, and, and he fucks a pie, like he's so desperate he fucks a pie, right? Like that's the premise of the movie. Picture that guy <laughs> reacting to a vagina for the first time. I feel like this song is that internal monologue. Yeah. <laughs> so now, now when you go back to rewatch American Pie for your annual rewatches, and I'm sure you all do out there, this time hit the mute button when Jason Biggs is on screen about to fuck a pie and just start playing Love Walks In by Van Halen. <laughs> and it'll give you a whole new perspective. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. 
So, and, and that, there's the confusion because now we're singing about there she stands in a silken gown. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an alien woman. <laughs> I'm so confused right now, guys. I As legitimately, a... <laughs> like, uh, like, legitimately, I know he wrote an autobiography, but I feel like he's fucking with us. <laughs> I mean, probably a little bit. I don't know. I, I think he, he really believes it. Oh, I'm Ooh. sitting. I'm sitting funny. By the way, that's two thirty-six before we hear our first little bit of guitar in this song. As a, if 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 I may, just a quick digression, of, just to get away from the content of what this song could be about. Uh, during the verses, I think you two might appreciate this. Are you getting any sort of vibes of of Rocky Balboa arriving in uh, Russia to train before he fights? Uh, a big Russian boxer who may or may not be enhanced because I'm getting very burning heart vibes during the verses of this song. Am I crazy? Oh, not at all. Uh, burning heart. Yeah. Even just the orchestral score uh, is mm -hmm. very, very much reminiscent of the song. Yeah. I, I, I got it almost from the get go is like, mm -hmm. I felt like I almost had to double check myself. I'm like, is Van Halen on the Rocky soundtrack? They're not. But I had that moment of like, is this a Rocky song? It's it's, it's not, but it feels no. like it. It, it, it definitely feels yeah. like it's just that it has kind of the same sort of uh, vibe and motif of uh, Survivor's Burning Heart. Um, it is not Burning Heart, obviously, but uh, it, it's. Uh, I'm glad I'm not the only one who so who felt it. So, so, so oddly enough, you have a lot of those things online. Like it's almost like that meme, like like I bought this from Wish, right? And it, you would never say mm -hmm. that about Van Halen, like even even in the context of the Rocky soundtrack. But like whatever, like the better version of something is. So like Wish is the worst version of something. So if it was like an improved <laughs> yeah. version of something, that's what the song is. Like if you reverse that meme, I stand by that. I just want to give uh, Kevin Brown the assignment right now. Take the training montage in Rocky and replace Vince DiCola's uh, uh, training montage music with the verse from Love Walks In. We'll see how that fits. Please do that, Kevin. Just if nothing else, it'll make us laugh. Yeah. Wait, are we putting in a request to Kevin? Because if he could do that, also, if you could put this over the scene where Mrs. Robinson holds her leg up, and Dustin Hoffman stares at her in The Graduate, I'd greatly appreciate it. And can we maybe put this over top of uh, Indiana Jones running away from the boulder in Raiders of the Lost Ark? I think it would work there, too. And, like, maybe if, if you're not too busy, can, can we also put this? I don't know. I didn't have anything. <laughs>
All right, what was the uh, what was the count? How long did it take for us to get to a guitar solo? Oh, what did I say? It was like two thirty six, somewhere in there, two thirty five. So, yep. So it like it passed by a little bit when you stopped it at that point. So, um, let's just say almost at the three minute mark, no guitars, and then here comes Eddie. Uh, that's interesting. It's very very interesting. It's it's uh. <sighs> It's not bad. I mean, it, it fits the song absolutely, and that 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 solo rips. Um, mm -hmm. It's just, it's. I guess I can. Um, I don't really know what I'm trying to say here. It's just I just find it really interesting that it's almost as if they knew what they were doing uh, with the keyboards was probably going to piss people off, and it was. It almost feels like let's double down and go as long as we possibly can without guitars because I'm just going to keep playing keys. Am I the only person that listens to Van Halen and realizes Eddie's playing the keys and going, Eddie's yeah, all you're the over only the one song? That that. Yes. Well, we didn't say Eddie, said, I said guitar. Yeah. I said guitar. Yeah. Mark just, Mark just said, and here comes Eddie. Eddie, Eddie With was the guitar. Everyone, go, go, go rewind a couple of minutes and tweet oh, at Mark if he's wrong right now. I'm well, not even gonna, I mean, I'm they're going to do that anyway, so joke's I, I, on you. <laughs> So, you know what? So, I, I, I'm I'm siding with John because he's not picking on me at the moment. He's picking on you, so he's absolutely right, right. right. I'll take it. I'll take it. So 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 my my whole point is this whole song. Eddie's all over the song, and like like flies on shit. He's in all over the song, and then he changes instruments like three mm -hmm. minutes in, which is so much more impressive than just hearing the guitar. And I'm not farting on the guitar. We all show up to hear Eddie's guitar for all these songs. But when you're yeah. listening to the keyboard, listen to a master of multiple instruments going to town. Oh, it's true. And I've got nothing against the keys. Matter of fact, I'm one of the pro uh, van because I'm pro Sammy and everyone hates the Hagar era because they were such uh, they did use so much synth in their songs, whereas, you know, I love it. So you're not hearing uh, a complaint out of me. I just find that very interesting that well, the no guitar until three minutes in. Yeah, it was about two thirty because uh, by the time the solo ended it was three oh two. But uh, we have oh, okay, another okay. Uh, we have another pull quote uh, for our eventual poster. Uh, John Mariano saying, "I'm not farting on the guitar." There you go. I'll put that on a shirt. There you go. <laughs> All right, here's the third passage from uh, Sammy Hagar's uh, telling of his uh, alien encounter. And he says, and I quote, everything went back to normal, back to black. I was shaking. I almost passed out. I was sick to my stomach and almost had to throw up. It was so scary. It sent me on a course of curiosity. I bought a telescope and I started reading UFO books. And I just got into the whole thing. And since then, there have been three or four other contacts with the same group of people. He calls them people but they're aliens, I'm assuming. I don't know who the fuck they are, but I've narrowed them down to a people called The Nine, who are called that because they're from the ninth dimension. I've named my publishing company The Nine Music after them. It's a crazy thing, man, but to me, anyone who thinks we're the only ones here, despite the vastness of the entire universe, is fucking crazy. Those people got to be put away, not the guys having these contacts. So... I saw Neil deGrasse Tyson speak a few years ago. That dude used to work for NASA. Mm -hmm. 
And one of the things he said, and I, I mean, maybe Sammy wants him locked up. I don't know. But one of the things that dude said is, from all the studying of space he's done in time, aliens as we consider them and think of them, the likelihood that they are out there is super unlikely because most of the places that we're looking at, because of the amount of time it takes light to travel across the universe, are some of those civilizations are long gone. Right. And this is this is a this is a guy way smarter than me and way smarter than Sammy combined. And he said, if there is other life, it's most likely interdimensional beings. So I'm all for that now Neil deGrasse Tyson is telling me there's a multiverse. But if he's telling me it's highly unlikely, and Sammy Hagar saying he wants Neil deGrasse Tyson locked up for what he's saying, I I, I got I gotta side with the guy from NASA. I'm going to go on a limb and say uh, he called it the ninth dimension. I'm going to say it's the ninth realm. What we have here is Sammy Hagar was visited by Asgardians. Ooh. Asgard, as we all know, is one of the nine realms. It's at the top of the nine excuse, realms. Excuse me, uh, excuse me, Mark? Yes. Are you saying Asgard? Asgard, yes. Yes, because, I mean, he was he was abducted, right? And he was probably probed. This song would lead us to believe that some something went down in that regard. Um, no, something went gonna, in. It didn't go down. It went in. <laughs> you, I correct myself. Something went in, uh, and it was he giving him strange dreams. Uh, I'm not gonna say it was low key, but I'm not gonna say it wasn't because that dude fucked everything. <laughs> Sorry, John. No, I was gonna say, why are you talking that last sense? That dude fucks everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, are you guys still telling me the song is not about sex? We, we, we traveled across the Milky Way is not a euphemism right now? Look, What's man, that a euphemism we, we tried, for? Yeah, yes. we tried to make this about sex, but it's the, the alien talk is just is overwhelming. So I just I just can't look past it. Like I, I, I would have easily called Jizz the Milky Way. Well, you life. would, yes. Maybe Sammy yeah. would not. Sammy's being uh not metaphorical here. Well, in, in fairness, John does have unusually large ejaculate. Don't ask how I know. I did. There was an unfortunate Zoom call. Unfortunate Zoom call uh, two <laughs> months ago. Uh, wow. It, I mean, it waves at Corey. <laughs> it's uh, it, you guys work together an awful lot, so it's Too bound much. to happen. It's it's bound to happen at some point. You're going to see some shit. Literally. I like that he's become a slave now to his alien overlords who have <laughs> taken his uh, his innocence rectally. We're assuming. I mean, I mean, we yeah we we assume allegedly we we assume. Um, but yeah, the, the, hey, I I I'm so confused by this song now. Like I I wouldn't have been confused about this yesterday, but now now I have like so many questions. And you know, we're what, all uh, asking them. 
we, we got to work every contact we have at this point, Mark, and see if we can get a word from Sammy Hagar. Tell him, you know, this is a safe space. If you want to come on and talk about your experiences, no one's going to judge you or, or make fun. John won't be on the call, so you don't have to worry about that. But <laughs> I tell us about the lyrics of this song. I have a request. Okay. If you make that happen, I absolutely won't be on the call, so that way he knows it's a safe space. Mm-hmm. But there is no way you guys have him as a guest without Jeff Saunders present. Oh, good call. Or uh, Christy, because that would just, she would just have a field day with that. Well, what is her uh, thoughts on uh, uh, life in other dimensions? Oh, she could probably write a dissertation about stuff like that. Um, I would actually, in matter of fact, when we get done with the show here, we get wrapped up because I don't know how familiar with this song she is, but I would love her perspective. So I'll, uh, I'll have to follow up on this so stay tuned listeners for christy's perspective maybe maybe we'll make that a new segment or something i would just love to know what she thinks about all of this me too i think that'd be really interesting yeah You can't tell me this isn't about getting an erection right now. It could be both. At this point, yeah. I think it's both. Wait, and then you sense a change. Nothing feels the same. I feel like I want to grab my books and cover my crotch before I stand up, basically, reading these lyrics. The, the lyrics are uh, turning you on there, John? All, no, all your dreams are strange, right? Like Everything here says like you're daydreaming in class, or something and you gotta yeah. go protect yourself right now i'm not like i'm, yeah. I'm painting a picture but really read these lyrics <laughs> right as he's going along and I'm, I'm, like like put yourself back in like middle school or high school for a minute and like fuck like you know and then you sense a change like whoa what's going on down there guy and then you grab the textbooks yeah. i th- no i definitely i see what you're saying you're you are uh again i, I can't believe it but uh, you're making a lot of sense here you're making points um it definitely sounds like uh sort of a uh puberty song Mark. like a uh, a changing of the uh, uh the adolescent it's an adolescent song yes Corey right. hasn't agreed with me much tonight so i'm gonna appeal to you mark okay the, 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 if, if we're following this tra- train of thought the chorus mm-hmm. ends with simply pose a string and then love comes walking in right the metaphor plays straight through because after you pull the string <laughs> love comes walking in well technically it rushes out all i know what? is I, I think we're in for wait. a very unfortunate zoom call again mark and, and you're gonna see for yourself <laughs> wait, wait 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 i i know you're 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 imagining it rushing out of the um body mark but here's some science for you or maybe maybe oh. some history. Maybe some history. You are a scientist. You're, so, no, yeah, no, you're giving me science. I will give you some history. Okay. Back in the 80s, we wore a thing called tube socks. Oh, yes, tube socks. And tube socks had multiple purposes and uses back in the 80s. <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't say just the 80s. That they universally and through the ages, tube socks so, have never gone away. And it's because of what so, you're So if to. you simply 
pull the string and the tube socks around, love comes uh-huh. walking in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, kind of hard to fight that logic. Uh, what, what do you say we finish this thing out? Welcome to Podcasting with John Mariano. Okay, so if it whether it's about sex or about uh, being anally probed, he's enjoying the fuck out of it. Oh, because now it, now it's baby the pulled the his string. life. Yeah, yeah, he's he is he has accepted the fate of whatever it is. He he's accepted it. He's ready for it. He wants more. Here comes that opening. It's getting bigger. That's such a great outro. I love the Alex we got there at the end. That was fantastic. Letting him shine. It's always a fun time when Alex gets to shine. He, he was doing some really interesting things uh, on that electric kit for this track. So, yeah, well done, Alex. So there it is. The love walks in uh, in various interpretations as we got through. I'm surprised we made it through that. Uh, but, uh, okay, so... Letting it kind of settle, and uh, you know, our, our minds are still sort of racing of the uh, is it or isn't it, or what is it, <laughs> and all of that. Um, this is still a uh, uh, a song, a song of Van Halen's past, one from a, a very, very highly acclaimed album, LU812. So, people are probably very familiar with this song. It, it wasn't one of their big, big hits, but it sounds like it could have been. So, with that in mind. We'll start with John. John, you've had a lot to say about uh, this song. It is, uh, it's your special week. It's definitely not your special day at all. Definitely not today. Uh, but you have interpreted this song uh, in your own special way uh, and how you how you felt about it before, how you feel about it now, even with Corey providing extra context and you, you, you're holding your guns about what you think this is about. But the real question is, is love walks in what dreams are made of or are the dreams just too strange and it they're just finally over what say you aliens I mean, I don't know what you can say. Like, I know, I know we're picking on this song and, and, and the lyric meaning, but there, there, there are a few Van Halen songs I consider better than this song. It's a very complete song in a lot of ways. You can you can sit there and and micromanage the lyrics all you want when you write lyrics. So let's say he wrote, wrote this about aliens. If I can interpret that about sex or or or, or, or discovering sex or discovering your body or whatever, like. Those are great lyrics, and, and and 
you know, we're sitting there l- listening to the keys and trying trying to count how long it is till a guitar shows up because we care about stats. But the reality is the keys are phenomenal. And then when the guitar kicks in, the the, the solos are incredible. Alex has time to shine. Um, Mike Lanthony has time to shine. Like they all have their pieces to this puzzle and it works. And that's that's really what my question is. Like, does it work? The answer is yes. So what dreams are made of? There you go. Simply put, simply put. So there you go. There's a, a one-up for uh, for the song so far. Corey Morissette, same question. Do you sleep to dream and uh, that's what dreams are made of? Or, or does love walk in and it's uh, just such, so alien that your dreams are so strange and you just wish that this wish to God it was over? I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, I can't downvote this one. I know we we're, we're picking on the lyrics, and I'm not. Who am I to say that Sammy didn't experience all of this? He, you know, he really believes he did. So good on him. He also believed that Eddie came to him in a dream not that long ago, and they wrote a song together. Fantastic. I hope that's true, and I hope that uh, Sammy really did enjoy his experience with whatever visited him uh, in his bedroom when he was 19 or 20 years old. And good on him. Uh, the 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 song is pretty cool. Uh, like like John said, musically it works very well. Um, Mike, uh, I didn't really notice the, the bass guitar too much in this one. It's very kind of straightforward, but Mikey, again, on the background vocals really shone through. Um, even the drums are pretty straightforward until kind of the outro there where you really kind of like, oh, hey, there's Alex. Uh, like you said, kind of doing some cool, cool ro- uh, runs there. But uh, yeah, I, yeah I, there's no way I could downvote this. Eddie is fantastic, both on the guitar and on the keys, like John pointed out. And uh, Sammy sounds great. 5150 is one of my all-time favorite records. Um, this, uh, like you said, it wasn't a huge hit. It, it hit number 22 on the uh, Billboard Hot 100. Uh, it was the third single uh, off of 5150. And uh, apparently the first song uh, Van Halen ever wrote uh, with Sammy Hagar. So, uh, yeah, absolutely, this is what dreams are made of. Now, Mark Kameyer, uh, are you going to make it a clean sweep here tonight, or can you just not get past uh, the lyrical content on this one? Is this what dreams are made of, or is this dream over? Now, I have to clarify a few things. I don't hate this song whatsoever. Don't hate it. It's uh, it's not even one of their worst. It is certainly not uh, the worst uh, song on this album whatsoever. There's a lot of good. I'll highlight some of the good here. Uh, I re- the, the keys, as John pointed out, as Corey has pointed out, like the keys are fantastic. I am not mad at the synth. I've never been mad at Van Halen uh, synth whatsoever. Uh, in fact, in my head canon, I feel like uh, Eddie doubling down and just making this track very, very synth heavy and very li- little guitar. Um, just as a as a as a fuck you to everybody, he's just like to hell with the keys. He's like, no, I'm gonna give you more keys now because fuck you. Um, that's even though it's probably not what went through his brain, but I'm not an expert, so what do I know? So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna guess. In my head, Ken, and that's that's what's happening. There's a lot to like about here, as we mentioned. Alex, I like that Alex gets to shine on his uh, on the electric drums there. It's, it's some cool stuff. It's weird, but it's cool. Uh, not a lot going on with Michael, unfortunately, but uh, you know you can't win them all. Sammy sounds great. He does vocally. Sammy sounds incredible, and I'm never going to. Uh, I'm, you're never going to hear me say too many bad things about him as a vocalist, obviously, but just hearing his his delivery is is wonderful but i just 
this is a song that I know if I'm just being completely honest, when it comes on, I'm probably going to skip it. It's because there's, they don't really bring a lot to the table. Uh, It's, it's, it doesn't really, it does sound like Van Halen, but not too much. It's a very slow paced song and slow is not slow pace is not a bad thing, but it's just, it's just not, it's not there for me. And uh, the lyrics take away the alien aspect of it or take away, take away all of it. Uh, your own interpretation. Fine. The, the lyrics aren't great. They're not They're Sammy is not uh, as I have conceded. He is not the great uh, lyricist. He, he is capable of great lyrics. I will maintain, but this is not one of them. And there's just, there's a lot in this song that to me, just to me seems lacking. Uh, maybe it's because Michael doesn't get a lot of time to shine. Maybe uh, Eddie Eddie should do uh, should have brought in the guitar earlier. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Or maybe the lyrics should have been just a tad bit better written. I don't know who am I to say. I'm not going to uh, you know knock on their art. I'm just gonna say for me, this song though not my least favorite. It's just not. It just doesn't quite work for me. Uh, in this particular time. So unfortunately, because of all of that, I have to, I have to finish my point. And then I will say that the dream is over. Now, what is it, John? You, you're, you're waving your arms. Like you look like Kermit the frog over there flailing about. What is it? What you want to say something? Corey, you know what I really appreciate most about you after Mark's rant. What's that? How much that you appreciate nuance. Thank you. I appreciate you appreciating my nuance, love. And I hate nuance. Nuance is clearly, dumb. clearly. That's what I. That's what I pulled out of your rant, Mark. Is 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 is, is nuance is dead to you? Yeah. Ooh, well, you know, that's I'm nothing if not consistent on this show. I never talk about that. I'm I'm always against nuanced Van Halen for sure. That's me. You got me, John. No. I'll let you have that because it's your it's totally not your special day. I'm just saying, like you're you're sitting there and you're supposed to be the Sammy fan. And how you don't completely dig the song about alien sex love, I don't know. But you you're you're totally missing the boat, man. Look, I said the same thing about up for breakfast, and you know, it's about uh, you know, morning sex. So you would think all the those ingredients would work, but as Corey and I discovered, it does not. So, look, Sammy is not above a few stinkers here and there, just like yeah, Dave. No, so, it, no, it no, no, but in your defense there. Yeah. Like, morning sex, as sexy as that sounds, and as good as they make it look in porn, the realities of morning sex, like, you, when do you brush your teeth, right? Because if you're getting up to brush your teeth, you're kind of killing the mood. But if you don't, the mood is dead. Like there's no real great time for morning sex, as sexy as that sounds, those two things together. So I kind of get wh- where you're saying. Again, that's nuance, Mark. I'm just explaining nuance to you right now. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. Thank you for explaining. It, it's dead on you. Um, but <laughs> yeah. But but th- this, this song um, – have many interpretations that's art at its rawest form when we we just sat here for however long we listened to that song it felt like 85 minutes but it could have been shorter and 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 while while we were doing it we all had different takes on it and that's what art is and this is Mm -hmm. van halen art oh yeah and i'll never be mad at van halen art 
just saying this song in particular doesn't quite uh work for me as well as it did for you two so that's all that's that's just want to point fair. out it's fair but mark's also saying this song is art and he doesn't appreciate art <laughs> yeah that's, that's exactly what i'm saying i don't appreciate art and i don't appreciate you know what i'm i'm no longer a sammy fan because this this song killed killed my love for sammy hagar uh how dare you damn Apo- you love walks in apologies to sammy Apo- <laughs> we've changed it gary you're off the hook so, so okay there you I, I gotta it. ask you guys uh, my new favorite thing to do on the show is to to try and get uh, see if you guys can guess how many times has Van Halen played Love Walks oh, yeah. In in their career. Uh, we'll start with John because it's definitely not his birthday uh, anywhere close to today. Uh, Johnny, how many times do you think Van Halen played Love Walks In in their career? Well, Price is right rules. Price is right rules. Yeah. Um, I'm going first. Yes, you are. Um, I would like to be the dollar, Alex. Okay, so we have uh, one. Uh, for John Mariano, uh, using the Price is Right strategy, uh, also using it incorrectly. You usually do that when you're <laughs> the second person, <laughs> assuming your opponent went over. Uh, so this is interesting to do that first. Johnny's got some balls on him, and I tell you, that leads to that uh, huge load of ejaculate I talked about earlier. Mark Meyer, uh, I'm assuming you're going to go higher than a dollar. Uh, what's your guess for how many times has Van Halen played Love Walks In? I can't say 150, right? A dollar you, you, so. you could say two. <laughs> <laughs> no actually i i'm gonna i'll give them a little bit more of a let's see i i i think they probably played this song 20 times 20 times yeah. well you are closer it was actually 152 ah, okay i should have said 150 but uh yeah 150 wow Oh, well, that's John. Fun. Okay, sure. Your 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 uh, your uh, your strategy backfired on you. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> a, a, a dollar is a hundred cents, Corey. I'm aware. You're still wrong. No, because had you had you put a hundred in there, I would have been fine. But we're not doing this in cents and dollars. We're doing this in how many times has the song been played? When they show a dollar on the screen, it's one dot zero zero. We're not literally playing prices right. We're not going to have a little Yolder band doing the, the fucking uh, whatever game either, or Plinko or any shit like that. I think he misunderstood prices right rules. I think on in, in John's defense, I think he saw the wheel and just assumed we were playing prices right. Because oh, you know, it's, it, there, there's some similarities there. Um, but uh, but no, this is not the prices right podcast. This is uh, I, I would like to buy an E. Wrong, uh, wrong, wrong show. That's Jeopardy. Uh, you, you can buy a V and an H because that stands for Van Halen. And even though we all had different perspectives on and and uh, 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 thoughts on this particular track, it does not diminish our love for the band. If it did, the show would have been over a long time ago. I assure you. But uh, I'm curious to see how the poll shakes out on this one. Is it going to be yeah. positive? We're going to side with you. I, I think it's going to be pretty close, actually. It, it probably will, and I think it'll be. Uh, I think the the edge will go to what dreams are made of, and I'm I'm prepared to accept that. I'm also prepared to accept everyone telling me uh, how absolutely wrong I am and what blasphemy it probably was to downvote this, and that's fine. I would love to uh, let let's have that conversation, you guys, and uh, to have that conversation, you got to hit us up on social media. We have a website, podcastlerot.com, where you can uh, find the episodes of the show, find our merch, find out what's going on in the world of us, of Corey and I, uh, and you can be on the lookout on that website because 
we have a live show coming up next week. That's right. We're bringing the live show back because we had so much fun doing it before. We're going to do it again. Um, so December 17th, show up on our YouTube channel at Podcast Will Rock and uh, join in on the conversation. We're going to have uh, some fun guests, fun conversations, and wheel willing some good songs to talk about and just have a absolute blast so be sure to tune in for that at our youtube channel and the podcast will rock uh you can also find us on twitter at podcast will rock and also on facebook and the podcast will rock we we do have a facebook uh so uh, i'm running that one so if it if it seems like it's kind of dull that's just because uh sometimes i don't have witty things to say like Corey does on our twitter but uh, i'll get better at it don't worry uh cory where can the good people find you if they want to uh shout you out directly oh they can find me uh at cd morset uh on twitter uh and you can find us as part of the deep dive podcasting network which we're honored to be a part of uh let's quickly run down the shows for you folks and hopefully some of these folks will be joining us on the live show coming up this saturday uh, Nate and John at the Deep Purple Podcast, our good buddy Scott Haskin from the Uriah Heap, the Magician's Podcast, uh, the Simple Man at Skinnered Reconsidered, Terry T-Bone Mathley at T-Bone's Prime Cuts on the other side, Rye at Sabbath Bloody Podcast, Paul, Joe, and David at In the Lap of the Pods, Andy and Matt at Hawk Binge, Eric and Jonathan at Maiden A to Z, Daniel and Josh at Diary of the Madman, the Ultimate Aussie Podcast, Ben and Sam at Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. George and Hattie at the Judas Priest cast. Uh, John, uh, myself, and Scott uh, on Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited. John and myself also doing a Backtracks theme music, which Mark is about to be a guest on. We're looking forward to that. That's going to be a great show. Uh, Clay and Rye at North by South podcast. Greg and uh, Jonathan at So Far, So Pod, So What. Kevin at the Tom Petty Project. Quidnet and volume for all. And finally, Sav, Nick, John, and Mark at the Rock Roulette Podcast. Those are all the shows you can find on the Deep Dive Podcasting Network. Woohoo. All right. And you can find me, I forgot to mention, at Mark the Bat on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to just directly shout me out and I'm ready for the barrage of how dare you downvotes, uh, come at me, bro. It's fine. We'll have a discussion. Our guest, the man of the hour, the man of the day, the man of the week, definitely not his birthday today, John Mariano. Uh, you said you were backing off of uh, your social media stuff, but uh, if, if people want to find out uh, your thoughts and rants, where can they find you? They can always find me at John Mariano NY on Twitter. I, I'm there. I just lurk more than I get active. But I have a feeling I'll be active on your polls this week because... I am in vehement disagreement with um, anybody's lack of nuance. Oh boy, here we go. So be on the lookout for that. It, it's it's going to be war. Uh, so I'm looking looking forward to more conversations to come on that, and looking forward to the live show once again, December seventeenth. Join us on YouTube. Join in the fun. Listen to some good rock tunes, and that'll do it for us tonight. On behalf of Corey and John, we are and the podcast will rock, and we will rock you later. Later.